Yep, 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 yep. We, we back, we back. I forgot the little young lady was going to say that. Uh, Full Profits Podcast, another Clean Breaks episode. It's fight week. Devin the Dream Haney against Jorge El Nino de Oro Lenares. Should be a good yeah. fight. Um, this is a good test for Dev. I think, you know, he's going to do very, very well in this fight. This will be a fight where he gets to show more of his skill set against a well-proven three-division champ, I think. That's correct. Um, yep. Lenardis has uh, 50-something fights. Um, so this should be a very good test for him. What say you? Uh, I got Dev by stoppage. You think he can stop him? I think he will stop him. I say round 10. Round 10? The man looks cut up. He looks, he looks really chiseled. 10-11. Yeah, he, he looks good. I'm looking at some of the things he's been on in the gym. Um, this, this fight for Dev, I, I mean, all respect to Jorge Linares, but I don't want to talk about Linares. It's obvious with Linares. Linares is <clears throat> a, a savvy veteran. This is his last hurrah. You know, we know what we know about Linares. There's, there's no new tricks being coming out that bag. That is what it is. For Devin, what I'm looking for at this fight, and I think it is going to happen, and Lenars is going to give him opportunities, is to where he can begin to convert that fantastic defense into offense. Dev makes people miss, but he hasn't made them quite make them pay just yet. And just from looking at some of his training, he touches people. But I'm talking about more in the line of, and I, even though I hate to say his name, but he's very good at it, like Canelo right? If you miss, he's very strategic at making you pay when you miss, but making sure he sits down to give something that has maximum impact. Yes. <clears throat> yes. All the tools and skills that for Devin, he's just got to put it all together. Um, but I've never seen him, about- and, and just to agree with that, I've never seen mm-hmm. him be a counter puncher or a guy who you know, sits down on his punches like that. He's been more of a boxer, but go ahead. Exactly. Now, I think he, the, the dangerous thing with him is he's got all the skill sets. I've seen him have the quick, twitchy reflexes and, and throw counters, much like a Mayweather, right? But I think Dev, with where he is in his career, we know he can knock people out. We've seen some fights where he's had some knockout of the year candidates, even though he's not a knockout puncher. But the thing is, he, he's so elusive and he's got such quick hands and feet. I think he has the ability to get out the way, get out of harm's way, but also deliver something and set his feet with maximum impact and catch a, catch a guy with a big shot. And I think Lenars is going to be primed because I think Lenars is going to go for broke. You think so? You think he's going to go all out? I think Lenars is going to go for broke. I'm going to tell you, Lenars is going to go for broke because I don't think Lenars respects Haney's toughness. I don't think he, I think he respects Haney's boxing ability. I don't think he thinks Haney can hurt him or is going to commit to hurting him. I think he thinks Haney will touch him up, but not commit to bring the pain. And I think Haney will bring the pain in this fight. Jorge Linares, you would be a fool to think that. I think he thinks that though, bro. That, that's the rep. To think that. That, 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 that's the rep on Dev is that, oh yeah, he's quick, he's flashy, he's fundamentally sound, he's, he's got really good technique, he's a sound boxer puncher more so boxer than puncher. He, he'll touch you, but he won't sit down. It'll be a stick and get out the way, get out the way, you know, of what's coming, returning fire. Not, oh, I'm going to make you miss. I'm going to sit down 
and I'm really going to either dig to the body or I'm going to make you miss some of those sit down. I'm going to really shoot that left hook strong up, to, you know, upstairs. You know, he they have, there's not a lot of film of Dev doing that. And I think Haney's going to make the mistake. I mean, I think Lenars is going to make the mistake and think that's his tendency. When I think Dev has just been um, in his previous fights, just a little bit more cautious while he's working on his craft, making sure he doesn't get touched because he, he rarely gets touched. Um, and also, you know, uh, I learned something also. Dev leads uh, is the leader in all of boxing in terms of getting hit and not getting hit. And Devin Haney has landed more punches than his opponent in 53 straight rounds. Yeah. Very light on his feet. He sees the punches. Uh, he can anticipate. He's very good with using his feints, but also using your feints against you. He's very good. I like, I like, that's why I always say he's a pure boxer. I've never been so much as worried about him knocking guys out because I, I know what I'm looking at when I look at Devin Haney and his dev is not to say that you can't knock guys out. We seen you knock guys out 20 something fights. You knocked out 15, 16 guys. So we know that you can knock guys out. The, what I see though is a beautiful boxer and I don't have any problems with that at all. Like a guy like that is basically training to take you to the, to the deep end of the pool and just watch you drown. Yeah. You, you will drown yourself. Oh, yeah. You and I will appreciate that. Right. I think where the sport is now is how can you take it from being a savant to going mainstream so you can capture the imagination and the attention of the casual fan? Very true. And let's be honest, it's, it's a combat sport. So you and I both know how you're going to get that attention. You know, somebody broke this down earlier today. Um, I know what we've talked about this fight. We'll probably do some more takes on this fight. But you take a look at Pacquiao versus Spence. Pacquiao is not going to outbox Spence. Pacquiao doesn't really box. Pacquiao fights. Um, and so I think the, the, the thing is, is that I think uh, Dev, um, he boxes beautifully. Um, I think skill-wise right now at 22 years old, skill-wise from what I see boxing, he's a top five. Of now or all time now no okay. now okay. of current of his of his of contemporaries guys okay. who are in the game now okay no definitely not all time okay no but 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 contemporaries top um, five top five that's interesting okay so i will go jamil charlo errol spence loma i don't know about i don't know if i would say errol because i'm talking about again he switches it up he doesn't stay with one style well he doesn't stay with a style i think the thing is errol's the guy here's why i say errol because he's fundamentally sound mm -hmm. always he's never he does what he wants to do he's never taken out of his game plan and because of that people thought oh he's just a guy who could come forward but then he fought mikey and he boxed then it's like now guys like oh he doesn't have power he can't knock guys out how long has it been since earl knocked guys out again i think that's more to do with his conditioning and some other stuff and he really didn't go for it you know could he have gone for it in some instances yes i think he's got the hunger back but the thing about earl is I have a sneaky suspicion that he's one of those guys who can do a hell of a lot more, but he's only going to do it if you make him do it. Yeah, him and Javante sit in the same spot. If you can't make me do anything else, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think that's the thing. And I think, you know, I think that's a mistake eventually when he fights Bud. I think it's a mistake Bud's going to make. Oh, he's slow. He's prodding. He's flat-footed. He's only going to be able to do this. And I think Bud's going to do something spectacular. And I think Earl's going to switch it up and get that ass. That's my personal opinion. Because people, 
they focus only on what they see. They don't focus on, on, on being prepared for what either somebody can be capable of or being prepared for what could be, what could counteract what they're doing. They just think this is all this guy is. And with certain guys, you got to be careful. Like you see what happened to Leo Santa Cruz, you get slept. Yeah. So, so who would be the top five then? Top five boxers. Uh, male is in there. Earl is in there. I'm talking about, again, fundamentally beautiful boxing. You know, Crawford's a beautiful boxer, but he does a lot of things that are not fundamentally sound. Of course. Um, he, he, again, like Roy was a beautiful boxer, but did a lot of things that weren't fundamentally sound. The athleticism is really what drove their abilities more so than, than the craft itself. Um, I'd have to say boxing wise, I'd have to put Tank in there because Tank can box. But we have tank, tank box. But but I but I think he can though. Here's the thing with Tank. No, Here's I know he can. I know he can. We just have no, I, I think he can do more, but I call boxing is the is the ability to hit in a sense, not get hit, even though Tank will take some. But boxing is saying, okay, I know what you're gonna do. I know what I'm trying to do. And I'm going to go do it. And I'm going to execute it without, you know, getting knocked out, knocked down, taking severe punishment. And I'm going to deliver, you know, I'm going to deliver what I, what I want to deliver to you. And I, when I look at guys like that, you're not going to stop Mel from doing what he wants to do. You're not going to stop Earl from doing what he wants to do. You're not going to stop Tank from doing what he wants to do. These guys they're going to they're going to do what they do unless you stop them but then they also have an ability to pull something else out their bag you know um we we've seen it with mill we've seen it we haven't like you said we haven't seen it with tank but we know what's in there and we know who tank we know who's in tank's ear i would be very shocked if you were floyd and you were one trick pony and i've seen sparring i, I just i have a i know tank can do more um with errol some of the same thing but the difference is that caught Mikey by surprise that he boxed like that. That that threw my, Mikey didn't know what to do. He was just like, "I thought I, you were I, gonna just come to me." I kind of just said it. I was like, "Yo, y'all gonna be surprised as shit when Earl shows up and he boxes his fucking head off and he just beats yeah. him up from the outside." And that's what he did. Because yeah, the simplest thing for him, Earl Spence, to do was to go in there, find the range, walk Mikey down, and then just get him out of it. That would have been so easy. Yeah. And, and like he said, then I get no credit because that's what everybody says I'm going to do. Arrow has a thing. Yeah, he, he's got those rabbit ears. Right. Like almost like KD. Right. They hear everything people saying. Oh, you saying I can't box. Oh, OK, cool. Oh, Porter. Oh, he, he's rough and rugged. And what Arrow does and eventually can catch up with you. But I think he's smart enough to know what he needs to do is he's really big and not just beating guys, but, you know, beating guys and showing you something you think he can't do. Or like a guy like Porter, he wanted to be Porter at his own game because he wanted to show, okay, yeah, I think most people know I can outbox you already. But what I want to prove is, is that I can outdog you too. Yeah. So you got three. You need two more. Yeah. Unless you want to get another. I'm going to say Canelo. I'm just going to say, I got to put him in there. I don't like his competition, but the dude can box his ass off. He can box. You don't. Even though he's again, he fought guys are downside his career. He he's fought a lot of guys at the right time, but the knowledge he's been able to soak up and take in from those experiences is probably second to Manny Pacquiao in the game right now. Um, in terms of experience. So um, and he even though I think he 
takes some, some very suspect fights, he he executes his game plan. Um, so I say I, I would have to put Canelo in there. Um, lastly, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's several of the guys. I mean, it, this is subjective. It's tough. There's other guys in there who can box. I mean, I think Caleb Plant can actually box his, his ass off. I question his hands. I question his durability, but Caleb Plant can box his ass off. Yes, he can. David David Benavidez can actually box his ass off. David can box Gilberto his Ramirez. Gilberto Ramirez can box his ass off. Yep. There's a ton of there's a ton of guys who can actually box. Um, it's just what I mean by it is not. I don't want guys who. I mean, Gilmore Rigandow can box, but I'm talking about things that just jump off, to jump out, jump out off the screen to you when you're watching them, and you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Not only do I know kind of what can happen, but this person may also do something else and impress me too and just lay out another layer to the game. And I think Canelo's a guy who can lay out another layer. Errol's somebody who can lay out another layer. Javante Davis is a guy who can throw another layer. Jermail Charlo proved to me, especially, I saw it before, but especially in that Rosario fight, that he just had, he, he had another layer he could roll out to his game. Um, so I think what that's does that is that four is that four guys four guys right there right you threw out a bunch of them after you says uh after you yeah yeah but I mean I, yeah but I mean I, I, I Canelo I, you went Canelo and then you just well I say Canelo Errol Jamel um Tank Tank I mean Usyk can box his ass off bang bang that's five so I mean it's you know it's a it's a, a tight fight. group in there but yeah yeah but I think uh. But Haney, Haney, not accomplishment wise, but skills wise, is right there with all those guys. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. I believe so. I just like the way the kid looks when he's doing it. Um, it's yeah. very. It just. It's just very fluid. Like it's it's so effortless. Like you can just tell that he's worked on it and he's worked on it and he's worked on it. But I will say this. Looking at him from the sparring sessions that's posted on social media, YouTube, uh, his IG page, from what I see, he looks more cut up than normal, like he's ready to go for a knockout, which could be the case. Oh, yeah. But to me, it just looks like he's set to be more durable and and mm-hmm. and, and be able to push uh, Lenardis back and give out a hell of a beating. Yeah. Which he's also I, which 22 years old I'm going into his body. To- I'm expecting two fantastic box, two fantastic boxers to mix it up and make a hell of a fight. Like I just, I just think that's gonna all be about uh, mind over matter. Like who can impose their will the, the, the most in a, I, in a fight like that. I think it's gonna be a one-sided beatdown and a coming-out party for Devin Devin Haney. And, and yeah, he's growing into his man strength. He's coming into his body. Lenaris can box, but Haney can box. You know the biggest difference between the two. And Bill Haney said it. Devin's just better at everything. Didn't 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 Lenaris. And the two the two things that Dev is gonna do to him is number one, the footwork is is is, is by far superior. The hand speed, the speed is really going to really, really bother Lenaris. Same way the speed with Lomachenko bothered Lenaris. Um the difference is obviously that Haney's a bigger guy than, than, than Lomachenko. The other thing is that's really going to fluster Lenaris is Haney is not easy to hit. He's going to frustrate you. He's going to make you overextend. He's going to make you make mistakes. 
And the, oh, the next level for Dev is that when the guy makes the mistake, make him pay. And I think this is the fight that you see him make Lenars and, and make a guy, make, make him pay. This is the make him pay fight to me for Devin Haney. This is the chapter, this is the chapter in his book of his career. It's the make him pay fight. Yeah, I, I like I like what he does. I like how he <clears throat> excuse me. I like how he stays in the gym. He works on his craft more than he be more, more than he's on social media. I like the fact that he doesn't have any problem learning from a different coach or a different person. Like he's he soaks up, he soaks up all the game from every source that he can and he's willing he's to work. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's yeah. a big time sponge and he's willing to work work and work and, and be tireless. Uh, I saw uh, something where uh, Mikey Bay was talking about it. He said, man, there's very few fighters right now currently that can get out of bed in the morning and go do 12 rounds and, and not just sparring, but go to a fight at his weight class mm-hmm. and be okay yeah. and wouldn't have a problem making weight or be, have a problem yeah. doing 12 rounds. So that let me yeah. know that his the type of training that he's used to doing and the type of conditioning yeah. that he puts himself through. Yeah. So H- Haney's never had a fat camp, right? No. Haney, Haney's camps are training. Yeah. Right. And he's coming into a strength. That's dangerous. He's a very dangerous fighter, in yeah. my and opinion. I give him a couple, I'll give him a couple more years before he fully finds his man strength. It'll, it'll, oh, yeah. He'll, I he'll agree. continue to grow into it. Yeah. No, yeah, he'll I agree. To grow into it. Uh, I don't know much about the undercard though, because I didn't really get a chance i i know i know abs i don't know anything about the undercard yeah, I, I have I no idea about that but i i'm a big devin haney uh 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 fan because he's a, he's a pure boxer uh, i support and so i watch all his fights and so to me i don't care you know undercard could be you know two tomato cans i'm still gonna watch it got this on that's a fact that's you a know. fact i'll be tuning in yeah, i just like watching him like you said because yeah. of his skill set yeah. We um, watch Canelo fight tomato cans. So we can watch Canelo fight tomato cans. And, we can watch Monday. And that's the thing. Cans, so. If I can sit yeah. there and watch Can- Canelo beat guys that I know he's supposed to be, then I can definitely watch Devin Haney uh, put on right. uh, boxing exhibitions. If I were going to say top five, mine would be Jermail Charlo, uh, Inoye Inoue, Devin Haney. I'm gonna have to put him in here because he is a very good boxer. It would be Tyson Fury. And then my last one would probably be Alexander Usyk. Mm. That would be my yeah, Fury can box his ass off. I agree. Um, he's elusive. Um, I do see a lot of holes in this game, though. Um, and, and it comes with just the being a guy that big and he's a heavyweight, so it's a little different, you know, but um I could point him out too. I could point out someone too. I'm not gonna do it on here. But. I mean, oh, oh, I could easily point him out. Um, <laughs> but you know, we, we could we could do that a whole another one. I, I yeah, got five. I, I don't want to do it head, like but, like when we were sitting around talking about a certain yeah. boxer, yeah, uh, switching stances. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yeah that ain't why he do it. He do it because of this. But we yeah. ain't gonna do that on here. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, well, you see, like got fury. In there. Okay, cool. In, in a way, yeah, um, he can box. He's explosive. I, I, I see it. Um, I still think those other guys are better pure boxers than him, the ones I named. But he, he, he's definitely getting my attention. He's not the hype job I thought he was. Fury? Um, no, no, in a way. Oh, okay, okay. In a way. I, I do want to see him face stiffer competition, though. Well, it's hard. Well, that, that goes both ways. You know, you need guys to stand in there and step in front of Because in a way, is in what weight class? 100 what? 26? No, lower than that. Oh, he's lower than that. Yeah. What, Remember, he what, fought at 118, bro. 
okay. No, he okay. ain't he ain't ducking. He ain't been he ain't, he don't do that. He don't do that. Okay. He don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, if he's a, a one it was a couple guys that I did want to see him fight, but um that didn't really pan out. But I, I think he's a I think he's a decent fighter. Um no, he's a he's a decent fighter. I just I yeah, like, I just don't I like certain things box. that he I like certain things that he does. Uh and I'll say one of them because you can see it on the tape clearly, at least to me. When he throws his left hook to the body, he doesn't throw it to go to the inside. He throws it to push the ribs and the muscles back. He doesn't throw it to go mm-hmm. in. He throws it to push the muscles yeah. and the ribs exactly. back. Exactly. And that is very, very painful for anybody who knows anything about that. When a person throws a left hook and it doesn't go in, it pushes the muscle wall and the ribs back. He's basically trying to separate the shit. So it, yeah. it, it tears it apart. But though I, these are small things I notice because I, I'm I'm a big 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 boxing pundit, um, and I'll be watching this shit all the time if I can. Yeah. So uh, yeah. But, but my favorite thing about in a way is the way he delivers his right hand. But that, that that's so his technique. If you watch his technique, that's like repetition, repetition, yeah, repetition. Yeah. You know, to get you to throw your jab, and then he comes over the top immediately to act like he's gonna yes. throw his jab. Like it's very yeah. It's very, very solid and, and, and crisp and powerful when he does it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's very precise. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've seen some of his technique too when he's working out. Like th- those are things that they constantly, constantly practice until he just does it uh uh in repetition and, and it's like uh what do you what do you call it? Muscle memory. It's muscle memory. Muscle memory, memory. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um on to other news. Yes. So um the WBO says that. Tyson Fury has to, not Tyson Fury, that AJ has to take a fight. And that fight is one of the boxes we were speaking about, Alexander Usyk. Do you think that fight happens? Because I said earlier we talked, I said August, September. Yeah, it happens. So do you think, I think that's, I think that'll be a more difficult fight for him. Yeah, I think it's a very difficult fight for him. I think, um, I think he's in trouble. I think he's in well, trouble. Um, the other option yeah. is to drop the belt now. The other option is to drop it. I wouldn't do it because I he, worked too not, hard to get it. He, he worked too hard to get it, and he's not going to drop that belt because then that leaves a piece out there hanging for the unification for the, the for the unification that he wants with uh, with Tyson Fury. They're going to assume Tyson Fury is going to be Deontay Wilder. So for him. If he just drops the belt, man, that, that's just that's bad. He can't do it. He's gonna have to fight Alexander Usyk. He's gonna have to fight him. Yeah, and I don't like like I said, I don't think that's an easy fight for him. Alexander Usyk is a southpaw. He's very watch crafty out, and shifty. Watch out for Fast Eddie. Watch out for him. Here's how we know if it's really some game. If he uses old Dillian White as a chip, I'm telling you, don't be shocked if Eddie Hearn. I know I'm just tired of hearing about that guy, man. I'm just telling you, you know, these promoters have these relationships. Heyman with the WBA, uh, Bob Aaron with the WBO. I'm just saying, don't be shocked if old Fast Eddie tries to pull one and tries to figure out a way, just like he did with with Deontay Wilder between AJ. Oh, no, fight Dillian White instead. Fight him first, then you can get AJ. Maybe. But those who don't know, by the way, (laughs) Wilder was supposed to fight uh aj like twice i think and then one of those occasions anthony joshua asked for 50 million dollars and deontay wilder said all right cool give me give me some time 
And he hit him back and told him, I got the 50 million when you want to fight. What basically happened is he went to Al Hayman and he told him, hey, this guy wants 50 million to fight. And whatever they agreed to behind the scenes, I'm sure Al Hayman was like, that's fine. It'll be a pay-per-view fight. He'll come over here. We'll make a ton of money. It'll be one of the biggest fights in history. And it'll happen. Yeah. Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn got a hold of that. And they decided to renege on the fact that they, they, that, that they could actually make that fight. I don't well, know why. Ducked. He they gave ducked. you what you asked for. They ducked. Yes. If Andy Ruiz can knock him out, then imagine what Deontay would do. Um, and we know AJ's big problem is he cannot get out the way of a right hand. Yeah. Uh, what's, it, what's my man's name? Vladimir Klitschko uh, gave him a nice one to the uh, chin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if Klitschko would have just went for it, he'd have he'd easily defeated him. He backed off of him and you let him regroup. Yeah, but you got to think in his at his age, you know what I mean? If he would have went for, you, you know, him being older, he doesn't want to get clipped. He's trying to preserve his energy because, you know, the young fella, you know, still got more in the tank. So he was just being you an old lion and you got a young lion and you got that young lion hurt. You better take that young lion. You out. Get him out of there. You got to get him out. The of young there. lion is going to recuperate quicker. You know, it's just like now, I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s. I, I recoup, recuperate a hell of a lot quicker when I was in my 20s than I do in my 40s. Absolutely. So Absolutely. If, if I get somebody hurt and they're young, I'm taking you out. I don't want this to go any longer. Yeah. So Klitschko made, he, he made, a, he made a tactical error. And then on top of that, uh, Fury, I mean, AJ came out those next couple of rounds with the, with the determination to get his ass on out of there because he realized, all right, I'm losing at this point. So yeah, let me get this yeah. old buzzard out of here. So yeah, exactly. I think that that's a very good fight uh, for... AJ, I think he's up to it. He's probably pissed off that he didn't get this fight going. Um, I saw the post that he made. He called uh, Fury and them and that whole team a bunch of liars, which is, to me, is just right on this spot on. Like, you guys knew this shit was going to happen. My only disagreement in all this, while we're speaking on it, or I'm speaking on it, is the fact that Eddie Hearn didn't do his due diligence and at least talk to Al Heyman and say, hey, is this fight going to happen or... Should I be worried about this fight being in jeopardy or anything? Like Eddie didn't have to talk to him. What Eddie thought is conventional wisdom, follow the money. Follow the money is everybody wins if Tyson Fury and AJ fights. Only some people win if Deontay wins. They, they didn't think Wilder was going to get the arbitration. They, I, they knew about it. They knew about it. Of course they knew about it. They didn't think he was going to get it. And they can't say, well, Bob told us. He he already doesn't, he don't trust Bob already. So why would he listen, all of a sudden start listening to Bob Aaron, what Bob Aaron has to say about it? So what they did was they, they flipped it. It's, it's, it's politics, right? Or politics. It's okay. We know Deontay may get this, but he probably won't. But then when he did, instead of just saying, oh, well, man, he won his arbitration, they're using it as leverage to get to do more damage from a public relations standpoint to Fury and to Bob Aaron, because you know, Top rank and matchroom have a have a have a pretty nasty feud, especially between Eddie Hearn and Bob Aaron. They really have have, have had a lot of mm, vitriol going back between the both between the two of them. So uh, you know it is what it is. You know I, I see I see the zone hating. I see everybody hating. Get out the way. We talked about Sergio Moore and all these other people. Man, at the end of the day, man, is between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Everybody else really just need to shut the hell up. And let those two men get in the ring and handle their business. Yeah, let them you go know. and get their squabbles on and, and get it get out of exactly. the way. Exactly. Because if 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 y'all really wanted this fight, y'all would have covered all, all four corners of a square mm -hmm. or a rectangle and made sure that everything was gonna work out in y'all in you guys' favor. And it didn't. 
Uh, it just sucks yeah. that, you know, they put out these false narratives or, or, or try to gloss over it like it didn't happen or, oh, no, I didn't know. And somebody, everybody was in the know of this whole situation. You know what I mean? And yeah. We all know yeah. that Bob Arum don't want to spend his own money. So, well, he wants yeah, a massive situation to get to the biggest uh, check for him. He ain't worried about yeah. nothing else. And the crazy part is, is he's a lawyer too, right? So he yeah. knew what was going on better than anybody else did. He did. But his whole thing was, I'm winning regardless. Think about if you Bob Arum. I don't think Bob Arum did anything wrong. He's a lawyer. He's a promoter. Bob Arum is like, regardless, we're the constant. The only variables are, is it Deontay or is it AJ? So he had, they had a fight regardless. So the way Bob looks at it is, Bob is like, I'm actually glad that Deontay won arbitration. And that's two paydays. Because this is going to make big money here. And then he's going to presume, everybody's going to assume that Fury's going to win. And so are like, okay, then we get AJ after that. If AJ wins. So his whole, the way he looks at it is, man, I just turned one check into two. Man, big this time. This is a good day at the office. Big yeah, time. So that's how he's looking at it. That's why he don't even care. That's why he's like, man, whatever. Yeah, man, what y'all going to do to me anyway? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, 90, like almost 90 years old. He ain't thinking about nothing. Yeah. That, man. that man trying to get, get to the money. Big, the big he money. Yeah, he's trying to get to the last couple of paydays before he check about this bitch. That's yeah, and, and that's, why we, that's why with Crawford, that's why he only says Pacquiao and Spence, because those are the two biggest paydays. If you listen to him, you got to listen to him carefully and closely. He not Bob has no interest in building someone's career. Bob's interest is, okay, who are my guys? We get the biggest payday. Let's get somebody else who can help you the big payday. Let's 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 get let's make this happen and get a huge payday. My only that's what Bob is about. My only empathetic part is that at least Eddie Hearn tried to make this shit happen. They told them it was no money in the fight. He secured all this different stuff. He I'm sure he spent somewhere between 50, 60, 70 million dollars to get all that shit done. And in the end, it, it just fell apart on him. So that's my only but like I, for him to try so fucking hard to make that happen over the last six or seven months, and then it just fall apart like that after he did all the work and nobody else did nothing. You know, it just it just sucks. But well, that's dumb on Eddie's term on Eddie Hearn. Very, like, you very don't spend any so. money with, you don't spend any money like that without a contract. So, very much so. there was no contract. And, so, and yeah. like I said in that post, uh I, I said uh putting the buggy before the horse. So that's kind of like what yeah. what what happened. Um, but yeah, yeah, AJ Usyk, I would probably go with Usyk just because of his tenacity, but smooth sniper boxer type qualities that he has. Um, I like I like his style. Uh, I, he doesn't ever seem to be rattled to me when I'm watching him fight. He always seems to be in control. Even the last mm-hmm. fight was that against Takum or someone like that. The guy was pressing him, and when he uh, found Chisora, 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 when he was fighting Chisora, he didn't seem he seemed a little bothered by the, the tactics, but he was able to, you know, gut it out. And, and, he was and bothered by the tactics and the size. I've got, even though I agree with you, I think Usyk is the better boxer. I got AJ winning that fight by knockout. Really? I think. Well, he would have yeah. to. He would have to. I think, yeah, I think AJ wins that fight by knockout, and I think AJ fills him out initially. He's going to get outboxed. He's going to get hit with straight left hands. And then I think he's literally just going to say, I'm six foot six, 265 pounds or whatever, 250 pounds. I'm just going to impose my size. One thing I did notice about Usyk against Chisora, and Chisora was kind of really wild and the technique was off. 
But Usyk didn't. I, I didn't like the way Usyk reacted when he was getting touched. I didn't like the way he, he, he reacted. Yeah. And um, I mean, Chisora has power. But if I had to take the punt, Chisora's punch between AJ's punch, I think AJ's punch, oh, yeah. especially with the way he delivers it, is, is going to do more damage. And so I just, I just think Usyk is probably going to be up on the cards. But I think, I think AJ knocks him out. He's, he, he's going to have to because the dude can box. And if he catches you, yeah. you know, is he will clear, he oh, will he clear the floor. Yeah, he's going to catch AJ. The key is, like I said, AJ, the key is, is AJ has a weak chin. We know that, he, you know. So if Usi catches him good enough, yeah, he could, he could get him. I just think AJ is going to come out cautious. I think he's going to let that right hand go, which is going to keep Usi at bay, uh, at least is going to keep him honest. And then I think uh, I think he's going to eventually walk him down, line up that hand, and then just really just try to break him down with power shots and, and just get in there on him. That, that's that's kind of how I see that fight happening. I hear you, but like I said, that's the only option to me because I don't see a situation where you outbox Lucy. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. With you. He, he he's not. He would lose on the scorecards, or you know, but <laughs> the fights in the UK, what do the scorecards mean? So, yeah, you know. Um, and the other thing he may have in his favor too is the fact that he's uh what three to four inches taller than Usyk as well. So um yeah, he could actually I don't know how well of a counter puncher uh AJ is, but he could use that to his advantage, a guy trying to sneak in and take shots at him. So uh yeah. He could be, I think the key the, yeah. the key the key to that fight with AJ is and the, the what they're gonna do is because Usyk is a phenomenal boxer, a good mover for a guy to move for cruiserweight moving to heavyweight, AJ is gonna go to the body. And I It'd just be a hell of a fight if they, if they get it going. Um, yeah, it'd be a hell of a fight. So I'm looking forward to watching that fight. Obviously, Fury, Wilder, and then, you know, the fight we were talking about, Haney, Lenard. What do you think about think, that yeah. fight, Fury, Wilder? I, same thing. I think Fury, Deontay's not going to outbox Tyson Fury. No. No. But I think Deontay, what he's working on, people like, they're looking at what he's doing. They think he's trying to learn how to box. No, he's not. What he's doing is, He's working on being able to do other things to keep tight, to make sure Tyson Fury is occupied, thinking he could do something else so he can do what he always does, which is land the right hand. Which should have been done years of fucking ago. Uh, of course it should have been years ago. And Malik, I think when I look at it, people I think are reading that the wrong way. Oh, uh, you know, I, I like what he's doing. I like, I like his commitment, but he, it's too late in the game. You can't change a guy. Malik's not changing him. Malik is like, look, bro, you got two hands. Use both of them. Let's work on something. If the body's there, take the body, take what you can get, touch them, and eventually you got to make Tyson Fury think. Tyson Fury is a very, very beautiful, instinctive boxer for a big guy. But when you watch when Deontay knocked him down, when Deontay made his ass think, he got he he he, he you know he knocked his ass down. There's um, a key to it if you pay attention to those fights. Yeah, it, oh, very oh, yeah. good. <laughs> it, it is. I, I mean, really, good. honestly, if Deontay would just faint, <laughs> it's something in them faint. It's, it's something. I was faint. watching it. I was like, "Ooh, I know when it, I know when that right hand is coming." Yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely right know when it's coming. From Tyson Fury, I ain't saying why. I'm, I'm talking about. Tyson oh yeah, yeah. Fury. Well, yeah, Fury, Fury. You know what? I will give him credit for a big man. He has a lot of feints, and he can get his punches off off those feints beautifully. He's, he's yes. one of the best at it, actually, yes. in boxing, in my opinion. The difference is just like with Pacquiao's footwork. I I, I see the timing on it. 
Mm-hmm. I see the timing on it. And the key to this fight with Wilder is not skill. It's it's not, it's going to be will, because I think Fury is going to be outboxing him. I think Fury is going to land. But it's going to be will and the ability to make Tyson Fury think and to time him and to deliver that right hand. Because I think if Wilder hits him with a right hand, he ain't getting back up. I can't wait to see this fight. Yeah. I can't wait to see this fight because I think Revenge. that Wilder, yeah, retribution is in order. I think he has to box and bang and do more of the banging than the boxing. It will mm-hmm. be more of him going forward, even though I feel like Tyson Fury will come back in around 280. He would definitely, he's going to come heavy so he can try to bully uh, yep. uh, Deontay. He's going to yep. come to try to come forward because Deontay cannot fight off the back foot. Nope. Nope. And, and that's no diss to you, uh, Bronze Bomber, but it's just an obvious thing. Your lateral movement and your mm-hmm. uh, ability, ability to box on your back foot isn't there. It just isn't. And, and we all noticed it. And I said it years ago. I said, hey, man, if they push him back, that right hand is null and void. So at this yeah. point, I know what you have to do. And you have to box and bang. You have to oh, use basic yeah. fundamental boxing to keep him yep. going back or keep him going sideways. Yep. And cut yep. the ring off and make it very small. Hopefully, you've been working on throwing combinations the correct way. Because if the, the, you do, you're going to yeah. catch him and he will go out. Yeah. The other thing is he's got to tie him up more. He's got to tie him up a little bit. Get him in close so they can get to the reset before Tyson gets in that 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 rhythm he has with the with the fans. Mm-hmm. Before Tyson, he's got to catch him before he gets into that rhythm. If he jumps on him before he gets in that rhythm, you take the feints away. Fury does the same thing every damn time. And I've seen it. Um, Deontay got gunshot and he just didn't have, he didn't have it there. He had a game plan on when to throw the right hand. It was, it was, it was a timing issue. Not just a timing issue, but he was so used to looking at those feints that he couldn't get past it. See, the thing about feinting is you have to be able to master it on both ends. You have to be able mm-hmm. to use it with your left hand versus their left hand, your right hand versus the, their right hand. You have to sell it. You have to sell it the same yeah. way Thomas Hearns sold it to Mark Breland when he knocked Mark Breland's ass clean, cut the fuck out. You got to be yeah. able to sell him on the right hand, thinking that it's coming when it's not. And then when he set resets, <coughs> puts himself in position, then you drop that bitch in on him. There's so many different yeah. ways to do it, man. I think uh, I would love to see him learn all this stuff. Uh, I, but I think that's what he, I think that's what he's working on. And I think, you know, I think that the, the key uh, to what I see him doing is touching him when he can, tying him up, you know, using I think Deontay's going to come in heavier this fight as well. Um, I don't think he'll think, come in any bigger than 30. Yeah, I think he'll be around between 230 and 235 is where I think yeah, he'll I be. Yeah, I don't think he'll be any, anywhere in the 30s would be good for him. Yeah, I think that's where he should be. He can't come in 207 and 214. No, no, he can't no come in like that. No basketball player weight. No, no basketball player weight. You got to come in bigger than that. And then I think he's got to, um, you know, when Tyson's coming in, trying to use that weight to lean on him, bring him all the way in and tie him up. Yes. And when you punch him, when you punch him, get out, get, hit, hit him, you know, Jack, get him. Get underneath him, get that body, hit that body in close. Then when they reset you, come back in. And, and you got to hop on him. You got to hop on him right away. You can't let him get comfortable and reset and get in his rhythm, Fury. You got to just jump right on. 
And I think I know when that right hand is coming. Yeah. I know. I'm talking about Fury. Oh, yes. I know when it's coming. And for Wilder, everybody knows that you do too, pimp. Like the jab, the Pacquiao jab that you do. But it's not mm-hmm. really a jab. You're really pulling the hands down so you can slide. Exactly. So you can slide that hand over. Yeah. Yeah. And looking at that, pimp, like you got to make sure you're actually jabbing and jabbing with yeah. purpose and feigning well, and using yeah. a hook. Yeah. It's all things you can do to set up the well, right Well, I, 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 I see Malik got him working on those hooks. Yeah. And, and that's the key. I, I see it. And I think those hooks are going to make a difference, you know, because, again, it draws the eyes down. It draws the hands down. And I think when Wilder gets in there and he gets in there getting those hooks, I see what him with the earmuffs on, ugh, ripping body shots, trying to come in there. And then that's going to be able to set it, set us up, set him up for him to shoot that right hand upstairs. Very correct. But his foot placement, when watching those videos, he has to get his foot placement in better well, position. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's in, yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know how to throw a left hook or a right hook, it's all a, a push and pull motion when you do it. It's a certain way to do it, and your feet and everything have to be balanced. It's a certain position you should be in. Uh, if you study Marco Antonio Barrera, he's very good at throwing hooks fundamentally. Uh, if you look at Roy Jones, Roy Jones could throw that bitch from across the ring and still hit you. So that's a totally different topic and subject. Yeah. Uh, so, so I wouldn't tell nobody to do that, but if you watch Marco Antonio Barrera, he always stepped in either to you or to the outside of where you were. He tucked his head and he threw his left hook to the body. You understand? So he was always very good. And the reason why he tucked his head and went in is because he threw all his power into it. But he also kept himself out the way over any incoming punches. Well, yeah, he protected himself from getting clipped on the chin from the counter. Bung, bung. So, right, yeah, you know, because a lot of times it's hand, dangerous. For hand. For me, yeah, exactly. So, a lot of times guys trade hooks, you know, and you got to be careful. You got to have that, ch- that chin tuck because you can land your hook, but your chin is out there and somebody hits you with some chin music, you know, it can put you down. Yeah, or if you're fighting a, uh, someone who, like like they say, never hook with a hooker, you end up throwing yeah. with a, somebody that loves to throw a left hook and they catch you, it's bombs away and you get caught and they're better at that punch than you are, you're probably going to go to sleep or get hurt. So uh, you want to yeah. avoid that. But it's some it's some very good things that, I've, uh, that I would like to see done in this new fight against uh, Fury. Um, hopefully Wilder is working on it for himself and, and he's better. In it. We all know that you can't teach a teach him this late in the game how to completely box, but there are things that can be worked on to give him more uh, skills in yeah. this fight. Um, it's, 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 it's the tactics. He's got to switch up his tactics. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited for that fight only because I get yeah. to see two heavyweights fight. I, I was excited for the wild, uh, for the Fury uh, Joshua fight, but you know, whatever to that now. So yeah, it'll happen whenever, maybe. If yeah. Fury survives the, the right hand and the bronze bomber, we'll see. Man, <laughs> yo, I, I just, I can envision it. And there's no disrespect to nobody, but I can envision if I'm looking at what I'm looking at, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. You're going to sleep. You're going to, yeah. you're going to sleep. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to sleep. I just want you to know it. You're going to sleep because it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to yeah. be a lot of wear and tear. If it's done right the way I think it should be done. You're, you're, yeah. you're gonna be around. You're gonna be around for too long. But yeah. Um, what else? We do already know. We already talked about on the last episode of uh, Errol and Bud. I see you sent me the response Bud had to him about time and beat speed, which is also, to pack out. Yeah, to pack out. Yeah. Yeah. That's also that's a very big thing. Vernon Forrest when he fought 
uh, Shane Mosley, he was very adamant and confident in his ability, his ability in his time, in his timing and his ability to outbox Shane Mosley. He was, he, that's all he spoke on. He said, man, I know Shane's a fast fighter. I know that, I know that already, but I can beat him with the jab. I can beat him with the jab. And they said, man, do you really think that you can beat this guy with a jab? I said, all right, I'll, t- I'll show you our fight night. And lo and behold, twice he gave Shane the yeah. run for his money. He's one of the few fighters to knock uh, Shane Mosley down. Maybe the only one. Yeah, I don't even, think, I don't even yeah. know if he knocked him down. Maybe he wobbled him or something like that. But yeah, he hurt He hurt Shane. I, I don't know if it was the first fight or the second fight. He had jabbed Shane so much. Shane's back started hurting. And that's why everybody who's listening is very key for you to have a jab. Imagine being able to jab somebody all night that you, you make their back and their neck cramp up because they can't take it. You keep knocking their head back. You you, you got to have a jab. And Vernon Forrest did that all night. Shit, Winky Wright did it too. Yeah. Yep. Not only against Shane Mosley, but he gave uh, Winky Wright gave, what's my man name? Felix Trin- Trinidad, yeah. a hell of a woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gave a few people yeah. a hell of a whooping <laughs> with that jab. Like he just, he just kept Trinidad at base so much. Trinidad just got gunshot. He didn't want to do nothing. Yeah, and, and I was yep. looking at him like, man, you can't get past that southpaw jab, bro. You might want to yeah. reconsider this weight class. Yeah, well, either way, I'm looking forward to all these fights, bro. Oh yes, sir. I'm about to get ready and ride. Yes, sir. Appreciate uh, you jumping on here, man. man. Shout out to Likewise, my people of Fresh Culture. Shout out to Dunn. Oh, that's what's Shout up. Out to my people from Hustle Smart Live Rich, HSLR. Good folks, Jimmy over there. Appreciate y'all. This is Jay with me. We done done another episode of Clean Breaks. We out. No doubt. Peace.